afternoon and welcome to Illuminate Your Purpose. I am Amy Nesbaum. I'm so excited that you are with me here today. And Merry Almost Christmas, right, you guys? This is the Monday before Christmas. This is our last week of Advent. And some of us yesterday at church, maybe we talked about joy, um, but we're going to talk about love uh, as the last um, the last week as we head towards Christmas when we light the, the Christ candle at the center of our Advent wreaths. And, you know, most of us are familiar with John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life most of us are very familiar with this passage and you know we can rest in the knowledge of knowledge of knowing um, what God has done for us that he loved us so much and he wanted to fix this sin problem this this thing that separates us from him <clears throat> that whenever we separate um, whenever we sin, you know, God can't handle that and he turns away from us. But he created a way through his son, Jesus, that we celebrate the birth of Jesus on Christmas. And then, you know, Jesus lived. He showed us this great example of of how we should live, how we should love, how we should treat others, um, how we should worship God. But then at the end of his life, also this sacrifice that he gave for us, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus, um, because death could not hold him. But because of that, he overcame death so that we too can um, one day at our own physical death, we can have eternal life with Jesus if we accept him as our Lord and Savior. That's what that, you know, we should not perish, but we should have eternal life. Um, but many of us, you know, how many of us know First John 3.16? And this passage says, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Um, some translate this as our brethren or our brothers and sisters or our fellow believers. Um, you know, Jesus died for us, that ultimate sacrifice. But in doing that, he sought our needs. He, you know, we ourselves, um, Old Testament, you know, it gives us all these rules and regulations and, you know, we were supposed to follow those. And when we couldn't, we had to sacrifice something to cover up our sin, to whitewash that sin, because we cannot live a perfect life without the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So when God, you know, when Jesus died, he sends us the Holy Spirit so that we can accept him into our lives, into who we are. And then the Holy Spirit can work through us. And, you know, the process of sanctification, becoming more and more like Jesus. But in in dying, Jesus laid his life down for us, and that is showing love. And through that, we ought to also lay down our lives for our brothers, our sisters, our you know fellow believers. Now, this doesn't necessarily you know mean that we are called to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. Um, but Jesus seeing to our needs encourages us to see to the needs of others. You know, we may not literally be laying literally be laying our lives down. But um, if we continue with First John three seventeen, it goes on and says, um, uh, "If anyone has the world's goods and see his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him?" So we are we are called just like Jesus cared for our needs in needing a savior. We are called to 
care for the needs of others, you know, and maybe this is a physical need. Um, maybe, you know, someone is in need of, of clothing or food or shelter, you know, and we can share of our finances, but maybe this is also an emotional need or, you know, someone just needs a friend. You know, we as Christians are called to, um, to, to do that and to be friends to others and to just be a listening ear sometimes. And, you know, may it, it, we always think about financially sacrificing, um, but, you know, sacrificing of our time, of our knowledge, of our wisdom that God gives us and, you know, giving to others in need. Maybe that's just, you know, taking someone out for lunch or for coffee and, um, and just being a listening ear. You know, <clears throat> our culture is really not great at that, you know, spending time really listening to someone, giving them of your time, giving them of your ears, of your heart, that, that, that takes emotion that takes, um, you know, when I, when I sit with folks who either in counseling or coaching and really listening to them and allowing the conversation to be all about them and what they're going through, you know, oftentimes in our culture, we're thinking about, okay, what, what am I going to say next? Or, you know, you know, or we say, Hey, I had a similar experience and we shift the focus onto us and our experience when we really need to keep the focus on the other person and give them that gift of time, give them that gift of listening. Um, just to, 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 to tend to that person, you know, and, and you don't have to be a coach or a counselor to listen to someone and to be there for them. You don't have to be a pastor to pray with someone. You know, we are all called to care and to listen and to just be there with others, you know, and sometimes maybe that's physically just being there, maybe being there and watching a movie with someone or being there and just, <clears throat> excuse me, watching television with someone, just your presence sometimes is all someone needs. Um, now I understand, you know, uh, sometimes we need to stop and remember the sacrifice that Jesus did for us, the sacrifice, you know, he gave so much for us that that can encourage us to give to other people because <laughs> sacrifice is not always convenient. Someone may need your help Someone may need your time when it's not convenient to give it. When, you know, we're so busy, we don't have time, we are emotionally exhausted ourselves. Um, so it's easy to make excuses. It's easy to say, oh, I don't have time or I, I don't know enough or I don't, um, you know, we just we give excuses and we give ourselves a pass. But I really encourage you guys, you know, especially this holiday season can be hard for so many people because maybe they've lost loved ones this year. Um, but really just even sending a card, even just writing a hand, you know, a note to folks um, and just saying, you know, thinking of you in this, this Christmas season, this holiday season. Um, being that listening ear, just taking someone out for coffee. Um, you, you know, you don't have to be a trained counselor. You don't have to be a life coach. You don't have to be a pastor to give this gift. Um, and what is so, you know, just, just a side note in this passage, the love here mentioned is this agape love, you know, this selfless, unconditional love, the love that denies self for the benefit of others. And really that's the love that we are called to share with others, um, especially as Christians, not only this time of year, but every time of year. Um, 
So I just encourage you guys, spend some time thinking and praying of those who um, maybe need a little extra hand this year. But also, you know, maybe make a list over the next couple of weeks of people you want to reach out to and just see how they're doing. Maybe take them for coffee, maybe meet them for lunch or just give them a phone call, you know, instead of or send them a quick text if that would be um, best for that relationship or send a quick note. But really just spend some time showing the love of Jesus to others, letting your light shine um, to the rest of the world so that you can share that love with them and, and share the love of Jesus in this time and season. So if I don't see you before, have a great Christmas, you guys. And I am so excited to see um, where God leads us in the new year as you continue to illuminate your purpose. Have a great day, you guys.